0: Even the mainstream media is talking about the deep state these days. But does the Michael Flynn affair go even deeper? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday afternoon when I can. Normal time is 3 to 6. Today I'm on from 3 to 5.30 to make room for UGA basketball. But we are going to have a jam-packed show. I obviously have a lot to talk about since the deep state and fake news have been my bread and butter for years. I've been trying to tell people about that for years and now all of a sudden it's all over the mainstream media and I still don't think you're getting the straight scoop. So I wanna cover that from top to bottom. And what I really think the Mike Flynn affair is all about But at 5 o'clock, I have a very special guest. I virtually never have guests, but I do make an exception for local libertarian issues that you cannot get information on anywhere else. And uh, I have on Catherine Bernard, who is my favorite liberty-loving Republican, as she describes herself, She's uh, she really holds the Georgia Legislature's feet to the fire on bills that uh, she wants to keep consistent with our fundamental laws, our basic liberties. So she's she wants to tell us what's kicking around in the Georgia Legislature this season, what bills to support, what to fight against, and how to do that. So five o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Time here on WSB, I'm going to have Catherine Bernard on today. But I want to dig in uh, to the news of the week, which is this Mike Flynn affair. Uh, Binkley, you've been obviously following this with me, my producer. Binkley's in the office, in the studio. Um, So we I'm super excited about this because (laughs) we've talked about this so much and people try to Talk me off the ledge of conspiracy theory. Then all of a sudden it gets into the mainstream media, and it's like, oh well, there's a deep state, and this is what they're up to. And I'm like, you know, this. Oh, you're going to tell me what it's up to now? I'm going to tell you what it's up to because right. we've been all over it. And you pointed out that when I had Ron Paul on the show in the fall, we talked about the deep state. He actually brought it up. Yeah. And uh, and and people were shocked by that. He was really ahead of it. Can you tell people how to hear that?
1: go to propagandareport com and it should be the second or third post down and also it's it's a round episode seven it should be right next to episode seven in the um, the podcast queue all
0: right so we have we have this show Monica Perez show we also do an iTunes show called the propaganda report and we load it all up to our website propagandareportdaily.com. dot com and there's a podcast tab and also posts so you can find it there it's a great show it, he was on WSB with me but but this Binkley, you might have to slow me down because I'm so excited. I can tell. (laughs) There's so many, so much to get out there in a limited amount of time. And I also really want to talk to listeners about what their impression of all this is. If they're confused, if they think they have a handle on it, do they feel vindicated? So feel free to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at Monica Perez Show. But what the... People are talking about the deep state. Pat Buchanan wrote an article, so the deep state targets Trump. And that tells me that the deep state is the, you know, the, the implication, what people are actually saying is that somehow the deep state is a holdover from the Obama administration. But, but that's the opposite of what the deep state <laughs> is. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the administrations are the puppets of the deep state. If there's a deep state and you're a new administration and you don't get a, go along with it, you get JFK'd. Right. That's the whole essence of the deep state. And anybody who thinks that, that uh, the JFK assassination was not a lone nut, but a coup, that, that's the turning point for when, you know, according to the conspiracy theory around the deep state, that's the turning point when the deep state took over. And over the years, the guys who got in the way, even insiders like Nixon, people will say Watergate was a deep state coup. Gerald Ford, who invented the magic bullet theory of, of JFK's assassination. Obviously, deep insider, they tried to kill, or he. there were assassination attempts against him with Nelson Rockefeller as his VP. Yeah. And then when Reagan got in, there immediately there was an assassination attempt. And uh, Bush, a former head of the CIA, was his VP. So that's what the deep state looks like. The deep state does not take pot shots at a Democrat, by the way. Mike Flynn was a Democrat. So really, I didn't know that. Yes, he was a Democrat. I mean, the whole Mike Flynn is so fishy to me. He did the weird um, tweets about Hillary being associated with pedophiles and his son did something about Pizzagate. I mean, this is really out of character for a general. You know, it's it's hard work to become a general and a sense of decorum is so important that his his story has always seemed a little weird Uh, He was also the guy who ran the Defense Intelligence Agency when there was a leaked document that he did not disavow. He validated that it was real. That said, we want a Salafist principality, a.k.a. an Islamic state, to rise up between Syria and Iraq to give us an excuse to unseat Assad. So that is a document that he that he put out. Um, so there's a lot, you know, that's a strange thing to say and to admit to. And then shortly thereafter, there was um, a Seymour Hirsch expose that these guys deliberately undermined Obama's efforts to strengthen the moderate rebels by giving intelligence to Germany and Israel and Russia that they hoped would get to Assad. They deliberately downgraded the moderate rebels' weapons in the hopes that Assad would be strengthened and could fight the fight against ISIS. There were a lot of mixed-up stories around Flynn that made me think he was not a good choice for National Security Advisor. And now I'm starting to think that he really, uh, that maybe this deep state thing is even deeper than we think, and the whole Mike Flynn affair was designed to get somebody else in to the national security advisor slot. And I know that you, who are not always down the rabbit hole with me, were there with with that 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 thought occurred to you also.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It seemed like it was a setup to um, to fail to me.
0: Yes, I mean, and people think, oh, you've got your tinfoil hat on. I think the tinfoil hats are. You know, I think they
1: work actually they're, they, they, you know.
0: <laughs> they might work. They're, real, they're being passed around now in the uh, you know at CNN and Fox. Right. So I can say whatever I want. Um, I'm interested in the truth. I really want to know the truth. but here's the kicker. So this was one of the theories that you and I were patting around and then today I see in the news I saw an actually a WSB report uh, online that said on Trump's shortlist now is John Bolton to be National Security Advisor. Oh, great. Yes. So I don't know if people know what his story is, but he first of all, he was up for being a deputy or the Deputy Secretary of State, and it came out that the, even the GOP would not touch this guy. If he needed Senate approval, he wasn't going to get it. And he he was the guy who also, in a Seymour Hersh article, I think that guy is uh, probably also deeply connected with the deep state, he wrote the original What's called stove piping article from uh, I think it was like two thousand and three saying that Bolton was the guy. Stovepiping is when you just take a little selection of Intel of intelligence and and shoot it up to the top so that your president comes to the same conclusion as you do. It kind of like you curate the raw data in a way that helps you. so, so that now all the media is a buzz about this stove piping concept. But John Bolton was the original stovepiper. So when people said Bush lied, people died, Hirsch pointed the finger at Bolton, as did others, saying he was the guy who's curating the news to reach conclusions, uh, curating the intel, to get the president, you know, to manipulate the president. Bolton. And he's the guy who's now in line to be national security advisor, a guy who nobody would want to touch unless... It's an embattled position. So Trump was looking at Flynn got ousted. Hayward got um, uh, declined the job. This happened yesterday. Then the other guys on the short list were Petraeus and Alexander, two generals who were tainted by scandal. So finally, you're fatigued. Who are you going to take? the guy who'll take the job, a guy who said, McCain said, we need a civilian in this position anyway. This guy's perfect. Problem is, he's a big Council of Foreign Relations guy. He told Judge Napolitano the oath that he took to the Constitution doesn't really apply in the realm of international anarchy, which is code word for wanting a world government. And then he uh, also... Uh, is a, is a, a warmonger. And to the extent he brought us Iraq, I'm afraid he'll bring us Iran. So I tweeted out earlier my, some uh, hot button opinions on John Bolton. I wonder, do we have any tweets that um, respond to that?
1: Yeah, we do. We have one from Alpha Six Insider. He says that Bolton is an elite shill and he doesn't trust him as far as he can throw him.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. If you dig into Bolton, I don't think you're going to find a guy who wants to preserve your rights and keep you out of harm's way. I think he's very aggressive foreign policy. Anything else? Then we'll go to break and get some calls.
1: Yeah, Trout says maybe it's global warming that has thawed the icy prison. I read the wrong one there. I uh, uh, saw that one. Yeah, I grabbed the wrong one there. Earlier. Um, Yeah, Ridgway says that Bolton looks like Detective Gordon on Batman.
0: One article I read said maybe Bolton's mustache is why he could not get confirmed (laughs) by the Senate. He does have a. uh Uh, A bit of a a jaunty look, but I think that belies a a serious (laughs) psychopath. (laughs) Anyway, let's get to some calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 56 degrees outside the studio, a 5 on the Mellish Meter. Weekend Weather is brought to you by Shoemate. Heating and air. So I gave you a lot of stuff in that last segment. I want to unpack it through the show. I got uh, talking about Mike Flynn and the national security advisor who resigned this week. He everybody's saying he was ousted by the deep state. And I object to how the deep state is even being portrayed as some uh, weapon of the Democrats. And I, I got a call from. Uh, the call I didn't want to go on the air, but wants to know exactly what is the deep state? What do I mean by the deep state? What is it? The deep state is regarded as where the true power in a country is run by the national security apparatus. So that can be take the form as the military or the intelligence at the top. But it's really the national security apparatus and it rises above the government. Now, I have the most damning. Evidence of the deep state that I can imagine. It's a quote that was given during a speech to the Council on Foreign Relations by James Jones, who was the national security advisor under Obama. And this is what he said. And this what he is saying is the exact description and admission to the deep state. I cannot believe that I got this off the CFR website. John Bolton, by the way, is a member of the CFR. Thank you for that wonderful tribute to Henry Kissinger yesterday. Congratulations. As the most recent national security advisor of the United States, I take my daily orders from Dr. Kissinger, filtered down through General Brent Scowcroft and Sandy Berger, who is also here. We have a chain of command in the National Security Council that exists today. OK, so this guy was saying that as soon as he took, took the national security spot under Obama, Kissinger. So this guy was a Democrat. Kissinger was the national security advisor under Ford and Nixon, Republicans. Scowcroft was the national security advisor under Bush, a Republican, and Sandy Berger was the national security advisor under Bill Clinton, a Democrat. And what he's saying, and none of those people had, from what I could find, elected or appointed positions in the government when James Jones was saying that he has a chain of command he reports to, and it's those people. So this completely rises above all partisanship, administrations. It's it is the true deep state, the true shadow government. I'm going to continue to unpack these ideas, get to your calls and your tweets after the break 404 872 750 one wsb Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 955 at AM 750 WSB. The Libertarian Voice on WSB Saturday afternoons, 3 to 6 usually Today I am on until 5.30 And next week I will also be on Saturday, 3 to 5.30 Today in the 5 o'clock hour I'm having on Catherine Bernard Who is going to tell us about local Libertarian issues In the form of legislation that's Kicking around the Georgia State Legislature This season that we should be aware of Either to support or to stop So she's going to give us some details on that Now is the time to start paying attention to that, and she is the gal. So you're going to want to stay tuned to that. But what we are talking about right now, it's a very deep subject. It's the deep state. Michael Flynn, the national security advisor under Trump, was ousted this week, and uh, pundits from the left and right were crying afoul that he was ousted by the deep state, but that is not really how it works from what I, my understanding of the deep state. It's actually uh, deeper even than that. But let's, got Binkley here, uh, why don't it, you, it's a very dense subject. And uh, some people are really familiar with it, anybody who digs deeply in their research on the internet some people if you're listening if most of your news comes from cable TV you're not gonna ha- this is gonna be the first you've heard of it so tweet me at Monica Perez show call me 404-872-0750 1-800 WSB talk to help me explain it so if you've got questions about it you don't understand it help me explain it and uh, or if you want to chime in if you think I'm wrong Uh, That's great, too. I'd love to clarify, exchange ideas. Let's do that. But let's start with some tweets at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, what you got?
1: Dean says there's no vindication because most newcomers to the term deep state
0: still don't get it. Okay, I had started the show, I was very excited about this topic, because right before I had heard this this um, that John Bolton might be the new national security advisor, and nothing gets more deep state than he does, so that people are crying afoul of the deep state and then are going to settle for John Bolton, just like practically blew my mind, so I kind of came out with all guns a blazing, but let me explain, I said I was vindicated in identifying that there is a deep state in this country. And I just before the break read a quote from James Jones, who was Obama's national security advisor, saying that he takes his orders from the previous this chain of command from previous national security advisors, whether they were Republicans or Democrats. And I went on to point out that James Jones was addressing the Council on Foreign Relations. John Bolton is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. The Council of Foreign Relations is an international body of people. Uh, who totally transcend partisanship. They're not left or right, Democrats or Republicans. If you're talking about a they, you know, a new world order, world government they, who kind of feeds the think tanks, puts people in positions of power, it's the Council on Foreign Relations. Are they
1: like the people who are sitting in a room, in a shadowy room, smoking cigars while they, you know, talk about world domination? Like the smoking man? Yeah, the smoking man from X-Files. Yeah.
0: Uh, apparently there is an inner sanctum of people who do do that. I read a book. it, It was so tinfoil hat. It had no footnotes or chapter breaks. And I thought it was a crazy book by John Coleman called The Committee of 300. But I read it years ago. He wrote it years before that. And Things that he said and predicted were going to happen have begun happening, From just from cultural kind of like uh, borderline pornography being part of pop culture to the drugs starting to be legalized, which I thought would never happen. This guy called a few things like that. And his premise of that book, he he claims to have been a British intelligence agent. A lot of times these guys were and do feed you some good information, but in the end, you know, they're really trying to shape your perception, so I'm always cautious of that. But what he wrote in this book, Committee of 300, is that there is the Council of Foreign Relations and other similar organizations like the Chatham House, the Royal Institute of International Affairs in England— and but that there's an inner sanctum, and it's never on the agenda what they're talking about. But you can, I remember Dick Morris kind of outed it on Sean Hannity once. I was like, really? He said, yeah, it's always the off-topic stuff. You can see what's kind, you know, like he's allowed to say that, and everyone's like, oh wow, you know. But I'll, I'll read 15 <laughs> books on the subject, and I'll be like, that's how it works. Be like, yeah, get a new hobby, honey. I'm like, no. <laughs> so it's funny because the deep state stuff is all over the news right now and uh and what dean is saying is that even now the concept of it is being hijacked to play into this left-right paradigm thing so it's being used to say and pat buchanan you know i always wonder if he's uh doesn't go deep enough or if he knows exactly what he's doing to manipulate the narrative. I just don't know. I, my listener who I love, Corey calls it and wrote an article for us on propaganda report daily.com about the side stream media, that there's the mainstream media and then you peel the onion one layer and you get people like Pat Cano, who sound really deep, but maybe they're really not, you know, maybe they too are just trying to um, get us to stop before the real truth. But his article, the deep state targets Trump concluded vociferously, vehemently recommended that this means there should be a house cleaning, there should be a purge of anybody who is in the intelligence community who might have targeted Mike Flynn, who was an Obama loyalist. And that's what he's talking about, the deep state. But that's not the deep state. The, the administrations work for the deep state. The deep states do not, th- there's only one deep state, it either exists or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, it, it would have to be overthrown to be um, no longer operative. It will kill people. You right know?
1: who's part of it
0: Who who is part of the deep state yeah well the big the big players i mean this james jones obama's national security advisor listed it. henry kissinger brent scowcroft sandy Berger. we know it's big brzezinski is a big part of that these organizations they belong to the cfr the trilateral commission are established by the rockefellers i mean this stuff gets i mean sound right hackneyed as they say it's like <laughs> out there so much people are sick of hearing it they think it, it has no credibility but I think it is, it is credible. But to say, so here's, here's, here's what I'm going to peel the onion one more layer and say. When I hear everyone from Bill Crystal to Pat Buchanan to people on the left talking about this deep state, like it or not, this is what it is. It's, it's, it's uh, people who took out Mike Flynn for the good of the country or whatever they're saying. It, for me, really the cries that you're hearing, then you hear the people cry out, purge purge. So so. what's happening? They're saying we need to purge. We need to tighten up. We need to end these leaks. We need to bar the irresponsible media. Now, if you completely believe Trump is what you see is what you get or even that he is. But once he got there, you know, even that even in position, he can still have his own mind and have power and is not subject to or afraid of the deep state, if you think that he's a totally independent actor and he has total power, then uh, and he's a good guy, then he's immune to the machination, the, then he will not be a puppet of the deep state. I think it's hard to argue that anyone can escape the threat of the deep state. So, So I had predicted that Hillary was going to be the censorship president. I called Obama the surveillance president and the other part of total information control and the motto under Bush of the total information awareness project was knowledge is power. So they want all the knowledge. That's what the surveillance is for, but they need to control the knowledge you have, which is what the censorship and the propaganda is for. And to me, that's phase two of the total information control, um, you know, operation that, that whoever president number 45 was going to be had to be the censorship president. And this operation I think serves two purposes. One is that it will make people cry out for getting rid of anybody who might not keep their mouth shut. And the problem with that is Obama started, it was an egregious program called insider threat program. It was really bad. It it was a, uh, he, he and John Brennan, I think, were doing it, getting into every single department and government, I mean, from agriculture to, like, oceanography or whatever it is, and saying if, you're, if your office mate is cranky or going through a divorce or has too much money or too little money or whatever, you need to report them or you yourself have violated the rules. I mean, real watch people across the room thing, and and they're saying it's because they want to prevent insider threats, but the problem is... It keeps whistleblowers from talking about real constitutional violations, talking about the unfettered power of the deep state. So you've got these guys who, if they have complete control of all the information, they uh, it's like absolute power because knowledge is power. So when they're talking for purges, when they're talking about leaks, when they're talking about blocking the press, it really plays into the hands of this total information control Uh, Concept so that I think is one possible, you know, if this is a truly deep operation, that would be one possible purpose. And the other purpose is to bring in somebody like John Bolton, who could never, you know, he could not be the secretary and undersecretary of state because he could not be approved. This is not approved position by senate does not need confirmation this guy's controversial he's warmonger he's deep state all the way and if he gets put in it'll be a hilarious you know ironic coup that he they use the deep state to install the deep state yeah so i think that's kind of funny but i can give you one more layer you want to hear one more layer? let's hear it let's go let's go deeper for your brain okay it was also reported this week that Steve Feinberg of Cerberus Capital is going to assess Intel, assess the Intel. So Trump is going to put this, what they describe as New York billionaire Steve Feinberg, is going to um, give his recommendation on Intel. But just scratching the surface a little bit, you find that his company that he founded, Cerberus, owns Corp, which gets 96% of its revenue from the U.S. government and is a like an information technology um He was kind of security state apparatus uh, contractor, and it's actually not doing so well. And these are private investment guys who really need government revenue. The only way for them to do well in their investments are to increase government revenues and their revenues are hundred percent government. So this guy is going to come in and make recommendations about the intelligence community and how it should be addressed. And he has a serious conflict of interests. So you've got all these pieces moving around uh and but at the same time, what's just blaring from every glowing box is oh beware the deep state, let me tell you what it is and what needs to be done. But what needs to be done, what they're saying needs to be done, to me is more likely to shore up the deep state than to um straighten it out. So for all that Let's see if, <laughs> we. I, instead of unpacking, I think I, I put more stuff in the box to unpack next. So let's do that. Take some calls, tweets, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez, on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. 61 is the high today, 47 the forecast low overnight. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. We're talking about Mike Flynn's ouster at the hands of the deep state, as we are told by the mainstream media, the sidestream media, the left, the right. Everybody's focusing on the deep state. And one of the uh, I have my own opinions, as you've been listening and we can continue to talk about. But one of the things that it also touches on is this idea of surveillance. So the the deep state, if you want to call it that, whatever the intelligence community uh, was listening to this guy's phone calls, Mike Flynn, and reported them to the press. I I have been aware of the surveillance, uh, totally unconstitutional surveillance of this country for a long time, and as have we all. And there are. It seems to me they really collect all the information, or they're on a road to doing that. They're building. Uh, databases, they're building fusion centers, they're building repositories that can hold the 100 years of human communications in one place, and they're building more than one of them. So, it seems clear to me, as Zbigniew Brzezinski, a big deep state actor and Carter's National Security Advisor, he said in, in the 70s that they were working towards having everything you say and think distilled down into your own file that can be pulled up with the with a keystroke and I and I you know we see that the reason that post Watergate there was the 1974 Privacy Act was so that kind of technology that kind of power could not be used for political purposes and it is used for political purposes as we can see but it's also I think the real goal is to use it against us so that we can't exercise our Fourth Amendment rights, our First Amendment rights, to restrain government, that we are put in this position where they can use anything against us, something completely unrelated to our political views. You see people going to jail for uh, kiddie porn on the Internet who were suspected of crimes against the state. There's, a, there's an example of that. Uh, Sockleven, I think the guy's name was, where it's just it was described as a bizarre coincidence in the mainstream media. And I'm like, there are no bizarre coincidences. But that kind of thing is worrisome. And, uh, uh, you know, do you think this is an indication of something that we need to be worried about? I, I hear this really nasty uh, exchange between the nasties and the deplorables. You hear them riling each other up. You see terrible things written on social media. That stuff is put is getting put in a file with your name on it. Is that a trap? Are you worried about that? Let's talk a little bit about how the deep state can affect us. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show.
1: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.